this hope beyond brokenness is so powerful because God wants others to see that I was broken, but God brought me through, nobody but God. Welcome to episode three in our series, Hope Beyond Brokenness. Today, Dr. Apostle Timothy A. Treadwell, Senior Pastor of Performing Christ Ministries in Chicago, Illinois, and Presiding Prelate of Grace Covenant Fellowship International, will be talking with us about brokenness in relationships and how hope and trust in God will take us beyond brokenness. My name is Stephanie Wright. And this is Apostle Charles Wright. Let's join Dr. Treadwell at this time. Greetings to you all, Apostle Charles and Apostle Stephanie. I'm so thankful and honored to be invited uh, to this podcast, I must say it is truly an interesting uh, topic to dealing with hope beyond brokenness uh, because so many people are broken in so many ways and have not had the opportunity to heal from it or even talk about it. For many people, the therapy or counseling is kind of taboo. We just kind of figure it out put it in the back of our minds, leave it alone, forget about it. But until you really deal with things that have plagued you, have caused you a lot of pain, uh, it's always there, you know. Uh, even the Holy Spirit can't help you until you release and you're ready to, uh, to receive uh, the help that God has. And I'll say, you know, I won't uh, be very long. I'm, I'm so grateful for this opportunity. But I did want to share an ex some experiences, I'll say. This has been more than one. And I think a lot of times uh, people uh, maybe in the pew look at their leader, their pastor, and uh, oftentimes always see them on the top of their game, uh, no matter what it is. Every Sunday they're doing the work of the ministry, but have no idea that many leaders are leading through their own personal pain their own personal suffering, and they have to just journey through that uh, because the Lord says there's an assignment to do, you know, which is not easy. It's just not always easy. Uh, but I've, I've had the, un I'll say unfortunate, if I can say that, uh, and I'm still learning, I must admit, uh, what it is that God has for me and had planned for me. Uh, I still think there's some lessons that I have not quite gotten out of my pain, out of my brokenness, out, out of my what I consider, I guess, kind of being honest, what I consider is unnecessary trials and tribulations stuff. I just didn't have to go through. Um, I often um, relate to Hosea uh, being a man that was in a relationship that was one-sided. And uh, uh, I've had to deal with that, uh, and not just from my perspective, it's just what it was. It was all take and no give. And oftentimes people want to love you their way instead of loving you the way you want to be loved. They want to treat you their way uh, and want you to be satisfied with how they treat you. Um, 
And it may not be bad. It's just not what you want, you know? And so uh, oftentimes I've lived through uh, experiences of having to deal uh, with people in my life that God connected me with that just did not seed into me, could not seed into me. And at some point I saw no value, no value in, in the relationship at all. And I understood why they wanted to continue because they were getting everything out of it, you know, and, you know, I prayed to God and I prayed to God, I said, God, why? I know better. I know how I was raised, what a good marriage is. I know what a good relationship is. I know how you're supposed to treat people. Why do you have me connected in situations where for me it's fruitless, it's counterproductive? Uh, you know, can I, can I tre- trek through it? Sure. Do I want to? Ah, I don't know, <laughs> you know, because it's just not profitable. You start to lose your investment, your energy. As they say, I can do bad by myself. And God still uses you to do his work. And you're going, okay. Uh, like I said, it's kind of like Hosea. Uh, why are you here? And yet you still have me use all of my resources. And God has blessed me with multiple resources, favor with many people professional people, politicians, you name it. And uh, he says, oh, yeah, you got to use your resources. You got to use your resources to help and to to heal and to comfort and to support. And, and I say, why should I use my resources to help somebody that doesn't even appreciate, share it, uh, or say it or show it in any kind of way uh, that they appreciate the resources that I provide, you know? And, and honestly, I say, you know what? Uh, They need to understand that the life they have, the life they have and everything about it is because of me, because before me or without me, it'd be totally different. So you're really living off my favor. You're living off because the way you're treated, the way you're recognized, the way you're honored. You know, you need to realize where that came from. You know, so that's me talking. It's just me talking. And you get frustrated. But I hear the Lord saying, you know, uh, uh, kind of like with Hosea, but they are still yours. They still have value, even though they may not have given you what you feel you should have gotten and probably should have gotten. And Hosea having to deal with so many bad situations with Goma and and still at the end of the day, uh, relinquishing, selling all that he had just to save her because she was his. She belonged to him and no one else. And it just reminds me of how God uh, caused Hosea to go through this before uh, he even started prophesying. And because I understand that God wanted Hosea to understand how he felt and how the children of Israel were neglecting him and going after other gods and doing everything else, showing him no gratitude, no appreciation, no celebration. 
And but they're still looking for love, looking for me to make a way, always want me to make up the difference, always want to be blessed, but don't want to honor the person that's providing all the goods and services, you know. And so Hosea was empowered at that point, you know, after he, after he saved Gomer, he was empowered. He understood where God's heart was. He understood uh, and he was more impactful uh, in his ministry because he was now prophesying from the heart of God and not just from information, not just from intelligence. He lived through it. And I don't know if that's a part of the assignment that God has for me. I do understand. I see it every day. And I talk to people about how wicked this world is and how torn it is and how separated it is and how segregated we are and how we have, we as a whole have moved so far away from God. Maybe God will allow me to be on a platform uh, large enough to let a whole lot of people know that God's heart is bleeding. God's heart is hurting. God has helped us, made us, provided for us, protected us, as as old folk used to say, uh, kept us from seen and unseen danger, yet we still fall away from him, don't recognize him, don't appreciate him. And, you know, hey, do you know he died for your sins? You know, that that's valuable and that he rose from the dead. So maybe that's a part of my, my, my preaching. Maybe it's a part of my testimony. I have too much to gain in God, too much to gain in God. Uh, so uh, I keep moving, trusting and believing uh, that the Lord is leading and guiding me and that things will work out in my favor uh, in the end. So, uh, and I know God will put you around people to seed into people and to help develop them and grow them. So I just do my best and, and follow the lead of the Lord. And I know that God is, is going to do marvelous things, not just in my life, but in the life of every believer. Uh, so that's my little story, my testimony. Uh, but I thank God for his grace and his mercy towards me because I am, I am confident. I'm nowhere near perfect, uh, but God keeps loving me anyway. Uh, so I learned to uh, endure some things that sometimes I get frustrated with because God does me the same way. Right? Apostle Charles, you have something? Yes. Um, I really appreciate Apostle Treadwell bringing that uh, excerpt of having a hope beyond brokenness yeah. uh, and especially applying it to leadership. Uh, and when I think of leadership, having those types of experiences that uh, our apostle has uh, referred to made me think of Jesus. It also made me think of uh, what the word of God, where Paul told us, he said, for we know that all things work together for our good. Absolutely. Uh, and for God's glory. So when we are experiencing this hope that God gives us, mm -hmm. I believe that hope that is for our good is being remade in the image of God through Christ. Yes. Having the same cross, the same sufferings, the same brokenness. Jesus died on the cross with a broken heart. Now, we don't have to die with a broken heart, but we live with a broken heart like yes. sheep. 
prepared for the slaughter on a daily yeah. basis. Absolutely. And if we keep that hope in us of saying, I am being transformed and reformed and I am a broken vessel to be made over again in yes. the image of God, because God himself, through Hosea's experience, was telling Hosea, look, I'm feeling what you feel. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, mm -hmm. and then, but at the same time, making him more like God. Yes. I feel the love and the pain that the Lord felt. I yes. am taking up my cross and I am mm -hmm. going to follow him because I know there's yes. greater grace beyond my pain and my brokenness. I'm yes, going to be is. made like my God and I yes, shall have eternal life. So I appreciate what you gave us, man. Yes. That's good. That's good news yes. for me. That's gospel. Amen. Thank well, you I, so uh, much. Apostle, I just heard the Lord say there's purpose in your pain. That is what I wanted to uh, thank you for saying, because that's one of the things I said that mm -hmm. went through our hurt. We give other people hope. What I love about God is you, if you trust him and you give him time, he will bring you out of that hurt. Uh, I yeah. talked about second, uh, uh, Second Samuel chapter 22, and one of those verses says, he drew me out of many waters. Mm -hmm. uh, and if we just give him time, I believe that even though there may be vestiges of, you know, that little pain that we went through, it, it may never mm -hmm. completely subside. But for the most part, it does get less and less hurtful. Even whatever pain you have been through, you have certainly been able to tell other people that they will get through it because yes. you got through it. You get, so, absolutely. So when you hear people say, yeah. I just can't do it. I can't get through it. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you can. Because <laughs> God will bring you through it. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to say before we close out? Anything? Just want to encourage the listeners to. You have to really dig deep in God because life, the world, government, situations, circumstances, things will happen that you have no control over. And yes, oftentimes we go, what is God doing? What's taking him so long? Doesn't he hear us? Yes, he does. He does. But God has a masterful plan that we just can't understand. And if we just walk by faith and not by sight uh, uh, and understand that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not saying, if we just move in that and just trust God, I mean, for real, trust God. I find out when you, the more you trust him, the less you got to pray because mm -hmm. your confidence mm -hmm. builds up. Yeah. Okay, here's something else. But I'm not worried. God's got me. So I don't need to get on my knees and pray and, and boo-hoo and cry about it because I already know God knows. The Bible says God looks at the inside when man looks at the outside. So we can't worry about what people think about us. We have to just really dig deep in our faith and our hope in the Lord knows that he's going to heal all of our sorrows. He's going to revive us. He's going to resurrect us, not just in the last days, but in, in this day, resurrect us from some discomfort and some pain and some hurt and some tragedy, you know, that we can uh, walk in the midst of the activity of the devil. Mm 
and say, devil, you can't have my life. You can't have my children. You can't have my family. You can't have my wife, my husband, my income. You can't have it and stand on the word of God. So I just want to encourage people to just trust him through no matter what, because mm-hmm. he will bring us through. I think we need to learn how to uh, look at our brokenness as a light affliction. The scripture says that our suffering was designed to bring us closer to Christ. It said, think it not strange when you have to go through these trials and tribulations. That's just a part of being in the family of God. Amen. The enemy is going to come against you. The world is going to come against you. But the, you're right. The Bible says there are light afflictions. I'm saying, oh, my God, if this is light, <laughs> I'm, listen, I don't need nothing heavy. <laughs> you know? Lord, yes, just Lord. give me grace to get through this. <laughs> you know, and you want to get through it with the heart of God. You don't want to get through it angry and and frustrated and mad and and bitter and bitter. Yes. People do that. And you're just trekking through your, your spiritual walk with God, with with an attitude. You can't do that because you will miss the glory. You'll miss the Uh, blessing. You'll miss the benefits that Christ has for you. You miss the conversations that he wants to have because you can't hear him because your heart is closed because you're so mad about what's going on. And, the reality is none of us suffered like Christ suffered. None of us. Mm-mm. So we need to understand this is just mm. for a season. It's small and the Lord knows how to keep us humble. He knows exactly. All of us have a thorn. He gave one to Paul. Paul prayed three times. He says, no, you're going to keep that thorn mm-hmm. in your flesh. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to keep it because it's going to keep you humble. Because I know you think you're smart. And you're educated and, you, and, you know, you're doing more work than all 12 of them disciples together. That's all right. But I got to keep you humble because the text says it was given to me a thorn. Who gave it to him? It was given to me a thorn in my flesh and flesh always deal with sin. So he had some kind of sin problem that he wanted to get away from so he can really do some work. God says, no, 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 no. You're going to keep that because that's going to make you pray. It's going to make you fast. It's going to make you stay humble. You know, it's going to make you glorify me. Woo. You know, well, he said to die, you know, to, to die is gain. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so uh, I'm learning, you know, I'm still learning how to, in every stage of my life, to give God more of me. Because that's what he wants, more of me. And he knows how much is in me that he wants. And mm. sometimes we think, God, I'm giving you all I got, but God said, I made you. I know how much you got left. You got some more in the tank. I know you do, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So we have to trust God, you know? And uh, I thank God, even though I don't always like it, you know, saying, taking that castor oil your mom gave you, Mm -hmm. you didn't like it, but, or or that cod liver oil, that goose grease. My mom used to give us goose grease when we got (laughs) sick. Yes, Lord Jesus. And as physically, whatever that is, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you, it healed. What it whatever ailed you, it ran up out of you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. So it didn't taste good, but you know, and putting that Vic salve in your mouth and making you swallow it, even though the can say "Do not digest," yeah. but it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it worked. You know. So sometimes we have to go through things that we don't like 
but it's for our good. You know, yeah. it's for our good. And yeah. the suffering that we go through, and even myself, I do know, you know, and, and, and I'm in a moment where I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> you know, it's for my good. But other oh, yeah. days, I don't feel like that. No. <laughs> you know? no. But I know that it is. You know, so you glory in that. You do. Because God's got you. He's not going to allow you to go through anything that he didn't intend for you to go through and that you can't handle. Amen. All of us has Amen. a measure of grace. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to say this because I feel the Holy Spirit is, is sharing with me right now that many of us that are going through unusual suffering, unusual, not just regular life stuff, unusual suffering is actually pregnant, mm. actually pregnant. And God is developing something new in us. And it has to come full circle. Mm. And when it comes forth, it's going to turn some people around. It's going to bless them in ways they never imagined because it's not ordinary pressure. It's not an ordinary problem. This is some unusual, unthinkable, crazy <laughs> pain, you know. But I do. I believe I believe they are pregnant with, with the true divine purpose of God. And in, in God's time, he's going to bring forth. Uh, his plan for their lives and it'll change their life forever. Mm-hmm. And so, so <laughs> the man that was sitting at the pool for 38 years, when he finally got up, we know the story. When he got up, he said, take your bed with you. Now, all those people, or the man that was sitting at the gate called beautiful. And the people went in church and left him there. And Peter and, and, uh, Peter and John say, we ain't got no money. But we do, we got Jesus we can give you. People saw them. Weren't you the guy that was sitting at the gate begging for arms? Weren't you the guy that was laying at the gate, laying on at the pool? The Lord wants our life to be a testimony. It's not just dressing up, going to church, looking good, talking good, know all the church lingo and how to act and dress. And, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. God wants, I mean, this hope beyond brokenness is so powerful because God wants others to see that I was broken. I was messed up. Maybe I was about to commit suicide. I was on the verge of losing my mind, but God brought me through, nobody but God. And he wants us to be living actual testimonies. Well, people say, hey, when you, you know, when you in a crazy house, when, you know, you know, you follow mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Weren't you in prison? Yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was that you? Was that you mm-hmm. out in the street? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that you? You know, homeless? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was well, me. And the but, but look at yeah, yeah. That that's what you where you going? That was me. That was because me. That was. But when God brings you to it, He will yes. bring you through it. Through it. Yes, so He it, will. So. It, 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 I, I'm not everything that I thought I was going to be when I first got saved, but I came to some stuff that, like I said, some of it I brought on myself, but mm-hmm. he was there all the time. Yeah, never left. Bringing me my salvation, bringing me my deliverance, always present, bringing mm-hmm. me to new hope, to be a mm-hmm. new man in mm-hmm. Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. So, Uh, Apostle Charles, Apostle Stephanie, I thank you so much. And I hope that the words that I've shared, the experience, 
uh, has been helpful to somebody and to help them understand that God has a plan for your life. And even though it may not feel good, may not look good, he may put people in your life that may cause you uh, some pain or discomfort, but it's for your good. There's a greater plan uh, coming out of it. You just have to endure and trust in the Lord. Uh, with all your heart, scripture says, and lean not to thine own understanding, but in all that ways acknowledge him and he will direct that path. So that's my prayer. And that's my goal every day. Amen. Thank you so much again, Apostle Troy. Well, I think this is going to be a blessing uh, to a You're lot very, of people. Very now let's go to Apostle Charles, who will close us out. Thank you and God bless you. Dear Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for our listeners, for those of the body of Christ and for friends. Sincerely, we desire that you help them all through their broken seasons to receive your love, mercy, and grace for the hope that you have placed into their hearts. Dear God, you are our Lord of hope. You are Lord for all our deliverance and you are Lord of our rescue from hopelessness. Thank you for being our supernatural and enduring strength for the joy that is set before us because you have purpose beyond all our pains of hopelessness. Bring your Holy Spirit of joy into our new hearts of hope beyond brokenness. We pray, amen. If you would like to share your story of hope beyond brokenness, email us at cgmpresents at gmail.com. We can also be reached on social media, Facebook at CGM Podcast International, and on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, use the symbol at CGMissions. To access all of our podcasts by category, go to cgmissions.com forward slash podcast. Charles George Missions is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Donations may be made through our website, cgmissions.com.